Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio in Cincinnati with my pal Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. Hello, everybody. We talked a little bit about emergency preparedness back in Emergency Preparedness Month in yes, September, we but we want you to get ready for the winter now with winterizing your vehicle and different tips you could do to make sure you're safe and That's your car it. performs its best in the cold weather. Now, I know we have listeners kind of from all over the country. Yeah. We All the way from California to New York to Florida. My so, buddy Ben in Alaska. I did see that. <laughs> you know, actually, it's funny enough. We get reports of some of our downloads, just yeah. regionality from state. And I saw that there was more than one listener in Alaska, which was absolutely intriguing. To it me. is amazing. Well, uh, everybody drives cars and can relate. And that's you know, it. That's what we talk about. And the reason I mentioned that is because winterization for your vehicle in the different areas, especially Alaska, is going to be different. Right. The guys down in Florida. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. The guys up in Alaska. So, you know, let's start with the basics, right? Antifreeze for your car for the winter. Yeah. You and I have had this conversation in the past on a couple of times uh, there, Mr. Stat, about putting water <laughs> in your uh, coolant system. Oh, yes. I, I've cheated in the past and had a, a, weaky, a leaky hose going yeah. to, the, to the water pump. And, well, I just added a little water, a little water. Okay, I'm just dripping a little. I'll get to that later. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, I've added... So much water that there's probably more water than actually coolant. And then, uh, yeah. I had and a, then a, comes winter. Yeah. Then winter sneaks up on you and you kick that can down the road too long and you crack a radio. Yes. And that's that's what we want to <laughs> That's where we want to get to today. You know, if you're in Alaska or you're in even Cincinnati, right, it gets cold. If you're in the northeast, it gets cold. So those temperatures start to drop. One important thing to remember with your coolant system, especially, is antifreeze ratings. When you yes. look at those bottles, you want to make sure your, your buddy in Alaska is going to need the negative 50 degrees oh, yeah. Celsius. Extreme right, conditions. Extreme condition. Now, a guy down in Florida, it may get into the 40s or 50s. So the, the negative 20s, which is your general, is good. But just remember, if you're in one of our extreme environments, if you're one of our listeners out there in Alaska or in the Northeast, check those ratings on those bottles on the antifreeze and make sure that you're using not only the proper type of coolant, you're not using water. Um, and it is rated to the right temperature for the area that you live in. I'm That's, sure you could just talk to the guy on the other side of the counter, and where, wherever you are, whatever part of the country, he'll give you the right recommendation for that area. That is exactly it. But in, in the Midwest, you, you know, it's it's just good to look in your owner's manual and kind of they'll give you some good tips in there that uh, are in normal conditions, not extreme. Right. And if you actually, if you check out the pilot episode of the Sockets and Cylinders YouTube series, we do go over the cooling system in there, and we talk about the different types of antifreeze. Um, on there and there's plenty of other guys on youtube that i would highly recommend checking out get on youtube search coolant coolant systems flushing you know flushing is another good thing if you did use water and it's not wrong necessarily but making sure that you're flushing that system going into the winter and putting in the proper stuff that you have going on because it could add corrosion and then you get little bits in there and then you get a mess and then you get a failed water pump and then you're on the side of the road (laughs) and while we're on the on the conversation of adding water to um to systems in your vehicles. Another thing is wiper fluid. That's another thing that I yes. don't think people think about going into the winter. You put water in there, you mix it w- with windshield solvent. It's not rated. So you can have that same problem that you're having with your cooling system is if you leave water in that tank in your overflow or your reservoir, now that's going to freeze and they're made of plastic a lot of time. They have the potential to crack. So they definitely crack. And and be careful about at the gas station too. Go to an actual Smythe Automotive store or Parts Plus person yep. because that stuff at the gas station, it's been there all year. It'll sit on their shelf until somebody yeah. actually buys it. 
and a lot of time in the winter, it's not a winter mix, right. and, and it could get you cracked. And, and the roads always have that slosh on it. I yes. know I go through washer fluid constantly yeah. in the winter. You get and, that gray haze over the yeah, windshield. And I do a morning show, and when I drive to work, it's still dark out and mm-hmm. still freezing, and I get a lot of it splattered up and freezing to the windshield. Uh, I make sure to put in a de-icing windshield washer yes. fluid in there yeah. to help break it down, and it helps. It oh, it's awesome. Well, not only that, it saves you time in the morning, too, right? You spray the de-icer on your windshield, or even if you have a little bit that you oh, pour yeah. on there, rather than eating up your wiper blades trying to wipe uh, you know, ice off your windshield, mm-hmm. you pour a little of that de-icer on there. I actually melt that ice down, and now your windshield wipers... You could burn a motor out. That happened to me last year, honestly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. On your wiper blade. My wife's from the south, right? So she's used to being able to turn your wiper blades on and it'll wipe whatever little mist of freezing stuff is off there. Yeah. My truck, she actually wore down the grooves that sit for the wiper arms on oh, my the, wiper motor like because TSM, right because oh. she would turn it on and push it thinking that the de-icer was just going to immediately get rid Push of the ice. Push all the ice and everything off. And yeah, so wiper. eventually oh, by man. the end of it, my wipers wouldn't move uh, because the teeth that hold the wiper arm were just sheared down. <laughs> sheared oh, down. man. Um, just doing all that work, pushing that yeah. heavy snow. Yeah, and our first year in the winter here in Cincinnati, you know, with, with the extreme cold. I mean, in comparison to Atlanta, it's extreme yeah. cold. She just wasn't used to it. So well, it's, that's experience. That's what right. we learn. We call our mistakes. That's it. From them. Uh, and, and luck, you know. So the other thing too is, if you're a listener to our show, you know, typically you're a car person. But if you're not, if you still take your car to get the oil changed as you're going into winter, ask them. Say, hey, can you please put in top some, off? Right. Yeah. Some some de-icer or some low temperature proofed windshield solvent. Yeah. That's another good thing, you know, that I could think of. Um, Tires are another important thing going into the winter, right? You got to make sure. We talked about that in preparedness month. We talked about how to check the tire depth and everything on your car. I don't think we need to revisit that now, but making sure your tires are safe going into the winter. Most tires are like all seasonal tires now, but still, it's always good to just do the penny test. We've talked about it in the past. Uh, check your tread just before going in the winter, and maybe it's time for a new set of all season tires. That's it. And tire pressure also is very important. Uh, there's nothing worse than driving in sloshy snow and yeah. not being able to get traction. Yeah, absolutely. Checking your brakes going into the winter is another thing. Make sure that they're good. Now, your brakes aren't going to help you when you're going to stop on ice, but making sure that they're not worn down as they go down further to the, the point where some of those colder temperatures can affect those braking systems on your cars. So that's another important thing. Especially whether cold. Your brakes change from cold yes. to, to warm. They react differently. And, well, extreme cold temperatures, you're going to get on the road, yeah. leaving the driveway, and all of a sudden, whoa, whoa what's up with my brakes? Yeah. Well, and that's with any type of metal, right? Metal, yeah. anything, you know, it can expands and contracts as the temperature changes. So that's something that I definitely think is important to think about. Um, you know, one other, other important thing, nothing's worse than going out. In a winter morning, going to start your car, and it doesn't want to crank up. Oh, yes, because it's too cold. Yeah, so checking that battery, you know, going into it, keeping a jump pack on hand so you can get that started, but also just making sure your battery's good going into winter. If it's been a while, if you notice, like, oh, man, I haven't looked at my battery in a little while, or as those cold starts to creep in, if it's taken a little longer for that car to start up, it may be time to service that battery. So get in there, check the date code on your batteries, another good suggestion as far as, you know, it might be getting old. Time to bring it in or get a new one or at least get a good charge on it as you're going into the winter season. And you'll see on the side of the road, the first cold snap of the year, 
and you'll see cars broke down left and right, yeah. left, right, because the battery just can't hold yep. the the charge in the, in the yeah. cold temperatures. They they say just like on your cell phone, if you're out in the cold weather, it doesn't hold a charge as long. No, absolutely. Same stuff, with your car battery. Stuff, stuff to be careful about. Uh, another good suggestion, I mean, we kind of visited wiper blades a little while ago, but winter wiper blades, they're a thing. They exist. Yeah. Um, Trico has a brand of wiper blades called Trico Chill. They're, they're strictly for winter applications. Oh, so, so, so like the the chemicals they use to make the rubber in them. Yeah, are, I think are a from, from my understanding, they're a little more dense. You know, the rubber behind them is a little dense because people do exactly that. They hit scrape the, the windows, scrape the with, windows the, yeah. with the with the wiper blades in the winter. So just be careful. And if you notice that you're eating up your wiper blades, go and get a new pair. It's safer to do that than try to push through and, oh, well, I can make it another day. And then the next cold snap hits and and you're in trouble. Yeah, and that slosh kicking up on the road, yeah. all of a sudden you're window gets gray you can't see through it and yeah it doesn't matter how great your wiper fluid is you got bad wipers on there and ain't gonna do nothing no not at all and that was one one thing i learned we talk about moving from atlanta which is <laughs> sort of a dream environment for vehicles right the southeast uh florida but moving to cincinnati what i learned last year is in the winter too it's important to wash your car as crazy as that sounds you have to go to the car wash, and you got to get that brine from the road washed off the car. Oh, the stuff they're putting on the roads? It's not just salt anymore. Yeah. The chemical stuff they use to break it down, yeah, that stuff eats away your bushings. Yes, and, and I think you can speak to that more than I can because I've only experienced it for a year, but I brought a mint truck, you know. I mean, as far, it's an 07. It's not yeah. the new truck, but, I mean, the undercarriage on that truck was beautiful. And over this last year, I I have some rust. Oh, it, a, it finds its way. Yeah. It will always find its way. So, you, there's no coating you could put underneath cars to, yeah, to, to protect them from that. And Yeah, if you get the more you could get under there and spray it out, yeah. the, the better. I was blown away last winter. I'm like, why are all these people at the car wash in the middle of the winter? Like, what's yeah, going on yeah. here? And but it's it's a real thing. It's now a, you it's see why because you gotta get yeah. that grime off. Of Unbelievable. There. Yeah. And it does it does damage to your paint coating too if if you're not taking care of it. Those chemicals, like you mentioned a minute ago, will eat through the clear coat on the car, just uh, easily. Yeah. Give it a few winters and definitely. And if you don't, you know, wax it from time to time, then yeah, you're getting down to the paint. You're gonna fade. Not gonna be good. Tell me about some some of the issues you've had in the winter with your cars. You've been a, uh, a lifer here in, in yeah, the never Midwest. Trust, never trust a snowbank. <laughs> uh, I used to have a Ford Ranger pickup truck, and I thought, oh, I'd just drive through the snowbank. No, it was uh, like a, clearing a parking lot, and the snowplow kind of compacted a bunch of it that froze to an ice chunk. Oh, my gosh. And I teetered and got stuck in the middle, and I'm four-wheel drive. The front wheels and back wheels are spinning, and I was like kind of... <laughs> teetering stuck on top of a oh. giant chunk of, chunk of ice wow and uh which was here's a tip for you uh, being prepared for any emergency i had a shovel in the back of that truck at all times so i had to like dig my way out of it and well, apologize go. to the traffic i was blocking oh, oh, man. Man, i'll be right out dig it out oh that's funny oh and um i've had interesting things to to clear the windows off with you, you always uh -huh. have to have a window scraper in your car uh, they're cheap. You get yes. them real cheap at Smyth Automotive. Yep. Just buy one for every single one of your car. And my suggestion is a short guy who drives a fairly tall truck is yeah. get one with a long arm on it. Oh, <laughs> funny you say that. I had the perfect fix for my wife. It's called a spatula. <laughs> I kid you, it was our grilling spatula. And it was long handle with a plastic head. Uh, we, we didn't have, she didn't have a, 
ice scraper. I couldn't find mine. So I ran in the house. was like, what can I use? I got it. And boom, she could reach all the way there over the hood and reach the, the window and scrape with that. Yeah. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever cleared my window off. That or a cassette tape case. <laughs> You remember cassette yes, tape I cases? I absolutely do. CD cases, same thing. They were, you know, you could bend them. Those were great scrapers, yeah. but nobody has CDs or tapes in the car anymore. Lock de-icer, which is nowadays as cars go more and more remote locks, I think it's less. But, but, but lock de-icer is mm-hmm. another very important thing, especially the battery's dead in that car, right? Or yeah. it's dying and you can't use the remote. That lock de-icer, it sticks right into the lock on the door of the car and it'll melt any ice that congregates and freezes over in you there. could so pour hot water on it all day long but inside of yeah. that lock you're not going to be able to penetrate well, and as we're talking about hot water too don't pour hot water on your windshield that's no. another that's another thing My i've wife, never seen anybody crack a window but i've heard of people cracking oh, yeah. windows with that oh yeah well my wife called me this this past winter she goes babe can i can i pour hot water on the car i was like babe no Please. I've been in a Please rush. Don't. I've done that. Have but you? but it just iced over again. I mean, I got just up the road and then it was a problem. Well, yeah, cuz now you just have a coat of water <laughs> on your car. windshield. Yeah, you get out of the car and the door's stuck. <laughs> I've had to kick doors open before. I've oh, definitely uh, been stuck in cars with ice the so, ice so do as we say, not as that does. Exactly. Well, I experience. That's <laughs> did, what I learned did. from my mistakes. Yes. yes. I will not ever do that again. Well, and, if you, and then you get an ice spot on your driveway when you dump the, yes. the water on there. And, and then, that's you, a and then you the slip butt. and yes. bust it on your way into the car. It, it's a never-ending problem. You're not solu- <laughs> it's not a solution to anything. I think the short and skinny of that is don't pour hot water yeah, on your just car. Hot water is not an answer for anything and nothing. Well, uh, if you have any of your own winterization tips, you know, please uh, leave them on the Smith Automotive Facebook page or email us at podcast at smithautomotive.com. We love to hear what, what your input is on everything. Yeah. Thank goodness we don't have to do like our grandpas used to have winter tires. I remember my grandpa used to have four wheels for the mm-hmm. winter and four wheels for the summer. Well, I remember actually, too, I was out in California one time um, and there's signs out there, you know, stop here to put chains on your tires. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a serious. We're talking about our yeah. Alaska listeners. Yeah, they... Chains are legal up there. They're illegal down here. You know? are, yeah, because yeah. the damage to the road is what I would exactly. think, right? Yeah. You're so not to have them. I've never actually put chains on my tires, but I can't imagine that that is a simple process either. Actually, it is fairly is simple. I, I've put them on a tractor before. Okay. And you just lay them out. It looks like a chain ladder. And okay. then you just kind of drive up on it and you wrap it around. And then they just link together. Yeah. And then they just kind of link together yeah. and then you're on your way. It's, you it, learn something new pretty, every day. It's pretty easy. But, I was always uh, intimidated by the idea of putting chains on my tires. Oh, I've seen people break them. You, if you drive through Pennsylvania rural eras, you just find them on the side of the road. Because really? somebody was driving and forgot to take them off. And they, mm-hmm. there's little links. Uh, they don't like concrete. They break and then gotcha. chains thrown. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. It, it causes a havoc, <laughs> which is probably why they're illegal. But there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for listening. You know, any feedback again, please leave it at podcast. It's mythoughtomotive.com. Comment comment on the Facebook posts. Check out our videos on YouTube. Yes. Sockets and cylinders or search My Thought Automotive on YouTube. Um, And we look forward to talking to you next time.